welcome back to the second episode of Tangled Blessings. We're going to do a little recap of what we did last time. Last time was just character creation for Jess and I. I am playing Elias Parker, 23, out of college, doesn't really have any real-life inspiration or goals to strive for. And when he was presented with the opportunity to... And the fact that he found out that magic exists and the opportunity to go and learn magic, he jumped right on that for new experience, new chance at life. And uh, I am playing Angelica Thompson, 2526, still in the middle of grad school. I see you making a face, Kent. Yes, I am not picking a specific age. I'm going 2526 range-ish. <laughs> um, and uh, she is still in grad school. Uh, she is in school learning to become a like a computer coder, software coder. And she's still kind of a bit of a skeptic early on. And she's just curious. And she's letting kind of her curiosity drive her and interested in finding out more. And she has joined the school as well. So for our first session, we created our characters. We kind of went through and a couple of the big things that we chose is one, we have like a minor little magical thing that has opened us up to the magical world for Elias it was his pseudo magic was he always kind of knew the right direction to go in whether it was morally in his life or just a a direction like he should go east to get to this place instead of like continuing north that's right. And uh, my specialty was that technology kind of just speaks to her and um, it, it just tends to work for her when it does not work for others. And that little thing is kind of what bloomed magic into our lives, what made us open up to this new magical world. Just a and, little bit of that belief that something has always been out there throughout our lives that we couldn't explain, right? And we also kind of explained how we got our letters from the headmaster and we got to choose or uh, we got put into our houses because what's a magical academy without houses? I know we have to be sorted. (laughs) Uh, Elias got put into the house of Dahlia's, which the house is a, they're a focused group and how I kind of saw it was that he was put into this house because he didn't have any focus in his uh, in his life he was just kind of a uh, whole new he was open to his like I I want to do everything I want to do it all and to to be put into this house is like no you kind of gotta narrow it down a little bit and kind of like focus don't be too erratic with things uh, and I am in the house of celestials which was described as, I think, indifferent, passionate, and determined, kind of a little bit, they have like a, just like an inner glow to them, which I can kind of see them as almost like, almost like a little bit standoffish and a little bit higher than thou, a little bit snooty. I could see that for the House of Celestials. So I'm excited for that. And we ended the last session kind of setting up to 
start remembering our first year in this academy and how right do you want to describe again so this is our our final battle this is our last year we're in the final battle just just uh not quite it's not a full battle it's a final exam it's a final exam but like we're facing each other to determine who is the best yes we we are the two valedictorians of this of our years we are the best both the best of the best so this is kind of a final determining factor of who is truly fit to wear the title of the best. Yes. And what from what I understand about the school and whoever gets that top spot is that like doors kind of just open for whoever is the the best in the school. Um, there are a lot of opportunities and job offers and things like that once you're out of the academy, if you are the best. So yep. that is kind of what we are competing for. And in this gameplay, we are in our final exam versus each other. And we reminisce on the things we've learned and the things we've encountered throughout our years at the school that have prepared us for this final battle. And I have and we're in year the, one. There it is. And remembering our first year, and we'll be drawing cards from the deck of wands. And how this is going to be going is we're going to be drawing cards. Normally, how it is is we draw three cards face down and then flip the one card over. And like this is if you were playing a one-player game. And remember, this game can be played either by yourself as a solo journaling thing or with another player like me and Jess are doing now. That first flip, it would it's associated with a prompt, a list that's in the book that you would go and then read. And then this is what had happened to you at this particular moment. The way that me and Jess are going to do this is... We are going to each still do three cards, but we're going to do one after another. So it's not going to be three cards for me and then three cards for Jess. It's going to be I do one, Jess does another. And after we reveal our minor arcana card, read the prompt associated with the card, we're going to be drawing one card from major arcana deck to kind of inspire our response to said prompt. So it's just like, uh, Jess, if you could, Draw a card from the major. Ooh, from or, the major. Okay. From the major, just All to right. kind of give a slight example. Uh, I drew the Wheel of Fortune. So, like the Wheel of Fortune. Ooh, that's a nice looking card. We're also using a very, very uh, beautiful tarot deck. If yeah. you uh, do not remember, I almost did not. The Wheel of Fortune. Uh, what number was that, Jess? Because this uh, this book has... Uh, it's X, which I believe is 10. X, 10. So the Wheel of Fortune is associated with uh, fate, destiny, curses, luck, and excessiveness. So we could associate that either th- those things where there's a brief major arcana meaning in the back of the book that kind of kind of help you if you're... If you don't actually have a tarot deck but still want to play the game, you can do it other ways. And in the back of the book, it goes by the number on the card instead of the name of the card, because sometimes, depending on the deck that you have, the names are different. But you can glean inspiration off of the table in the back or by the picture on the card or both. With this one, the Wheel of... uh, What was it? The Wheel of Fate? Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Ah, yes. Everyone's favorite uh, TV game show. (laughs) It's this one is a robed and hooded figure carrying a wheel 
surrounded by angels and animals or people and animals. Mm-hmm. Jess is holding the card through the camera for me so I can see. And it's a still a very good looking card, but you, you can like take inspiration out of the pictures. You can take inspiration off of the table and that'll help you answer the prompts. And then we will either write the journal or write it down as a journal entry. We are doing an audio journal. So we will kind of skip that part, but we will also be jotting things down to remember and for ourselves and whatnot. And then we will do that a total of six times between the two of us. And that'll be our first year of what transpired for us year in one the academy. Backroot Academy. So I think we should uh, kind of get right into it here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who goes first? Here's so coin. let me read the beginning of Ooh, this. Okay. I'm nervous and I'm excited at the same time. <laughs> I'm like super nervous. Creativity is not my strong suit. It is not mine as well. So this will be very interesting for the both of us. I know. And hopefully this turns out well. Between the two of us together. I think it'll turn out well. Yeah. It's quiet as you stare out the window overlooking the campus courtyard. It's covered in soft, fresh snow, but the cold doesn't reach you. It's a marvel that even in late spring, you can still find snow in the morning. This study room in the library is magically insulated. However... And even fire in the hearth is temperature controlled. You have a few hours remaining until your final graduation exam. And it is time to review your lessons from the previous four years one more time. That is a little excerpt from the book. Okay. And we start with year one. As a first year, you had a lot to learn. You had days filled with discovery and wonder. To recall uh, how your first year's rent went, we're going to be drawing a card. Jess, if you want, do you want to say something? Yes. Who? Well, who's who's going first? Let us flip that coin that I have not pulled out yet. Uh, and while Kent is doing that, just a reminder: this is a dark academia horror game. We covered kind of some content warnings in our session zero, but just a reminder: we don't exactly know what we're going to explore in the dark horror academia, but this is a horror game. So, so I have my. Trusty $1 coin here. Nice. Do you know which side is headed, which side is tails? Yes, I do. Okay, I call tails. You call tails. Okay. You got the eagle. Yes. It was heads. Ha! Okay, I am I am graced with going first. Okay. All right. I'm going to flip over the first card. I'll take a picture and send it over to you. Uh, you can just... Ace of Wands. The Ace of Wands. Ooh, the very first one. Yes. And it's right at the top of the list, so I don't have to scroll and struggle through that for uh, a quite second. Ah, this tarot deck is so pretty. It's super pretty. The Ace of Wands. You attempted portal magic for the first time, and it came naturally to you. All you had to do was envision a place, and you could open a portal. Where did your first portal go? One portal attempt went wrong. What scar did it leave on you? Have you recovered? That was my prompt that I got. Which, ooh, very good prompt. I get portal magic. Yay. Jess is jealous. I can just see it on her face. She's got this just like... Just a little mm. bit. Yeah, just a little bit. That's pretty cool. 
portal magic. Oh, where? Yeah, we're gonna have so, to note this down to remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna make a little jot here That's that so cool. Ace of Wands was my first one. And if you could also uh draw and send me a picture of a major arcana card as well. Okay. And you have the moon for major arcana. Moon? Uh what number is that? That is XV3, so 18. Ooh. That's a, that's a nice little card there. Okay. Say more. <laughs> so the moon, 13, uh, the meanings 18. in 18. Okay. Did I say 18 or did I say 13? You said 13, but it's 18. Yeah. But in the book, it is instability anxiety enemies darkness and rest okay so now going back to my prompt ooh so where did my first portal go oh this is so cool i love I, too, for the ace of wands that there are flowers kind of blooming out of a staff in in your yeah head. it's kind of perfect for the house of dahlias it it really is it it really is it's the got the the flowers the it's like a, a twisted branch that's uh, yeah I can I mean I don't know if you're where you're going with this but I can almost imagine like vines kind of growing and opening up a portal to different mm. places as you're learning this yeah so Elias was learning about portals everyone's favorite pastime it came naturally to me that with the the first kind of instruction. He just kind of wished he just kind of wished that he was back at an old camp uh, campground that his family used to go to. And I, I shouldn't say not not a campground, but a camping spot that his family used to go to. It was in the woods when he when the portal opens, the scene is just a backdrop of stars because it happens to be at the 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 height of a hill so it's at night and you can just see the stars in the in aurora in the distance through the portal and he knows that where he had opened this up to was was a place that he used to go camping with his family out in Colorado now, in this being his first portal, he, as much as he wanted to step through this portal and experience the beautiful night sky of the place that he used to go to as a young boy, he was not permitted to. But he did get to enjoy the sights and maybe a little bit of the smells that kind of kind of wafted through the portal. As the portal was closed again by the professor. Now, was my rival there? Oh, how do we determine that? Is Angelica there with me? With in in that class with me? Mm, I would say yes. If you're doing this in a class mm -hmm. in school, I'll say Angelica was there. Yes. How did she feel when he opened this portal with seemingly no effort to a 
what seemed like a picturesque night location. Hmm. This is a good point because this is year one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how we end up being rivals. It's kind of just by the end of the school year, we kind of know who is best, right? So I think since this is the first encounter and this is year one, I think just just curiosity and mm-hmm. just like noting how effortless it, it is, it's just kind of like, oh, in her mind, like, okay, he's good. You know, just a quiet note in the back of her mind. Or, or is it uh, is it kind of like uh, like oh like this doesn't look too hard type of type no, of thing? Not quite there yet. Probably just probably just like oh he's good in the back of her mind. Yeah. With my second attempt, no, with with the second attempt that he kind of had a portal. Because his first portal was closed to, from the professor, so he could still has to he's still learning. He still has to do it again, you know. And unfortunately, because the first one came so naturally to him, the second attempt goes wrong. He got too overconfident with it, you know. Mm, okay. And with this one, he kind of thinks just like, oh, if this can be done in if i can open a portal anywhere that i envision Mm -hmm. maybe like i want to go i want to open up a portal to a place that i've always wanted to go Mm, okay to maybe do uh, to like see something that i had always wanted to see and i think for him it was i want to say like at the top of a mountain he could never climb because maybe it wasn't him that was being held back that he couldn't climb this mountain but like he the people who wanted to climb this mountain never could and so he goes to open up a portal and trying his best to envision what he believes is the top of a mountain not too far by where he would camp with the first one. And he opens up this portal and he doesn't quite envision it correctly because he's never been there. So he, the portal opens, uh, opens and it's unfortunately during a rock slide on this mountain. And as he opens this portal up, one of the rocks comes through the portal and just kind of like takes him out. Hmm, okay. Um, and hits him straight in one of his legs. It ends up crushing his uh, shin bone. So with this, uh, with this. Uh, second attempt he has kind of he's got a maimed leg i was gonna say wow you went for real physical injury is it um is it like a permanent injury or were you just like temporary injured for part of school i think that for a while it being a physical injury and i'm not too sure there there's 
probably uh, healing magic and stuff to a degree. Mm. But I also kind of see it as like maybe they didn't fully heal him. Like he, they got him to a point where he still there's still a slight uh, limp, but he's going to recover from it over time. This is it's just a slight reminder for him to be what to be careful. I have two questions for you. Yep. One, what if, because like you were super injured, maybe like a student, maybe even Angelica attempted to heal you super fast, but like, they're like still a student. So they kind of healed you wrong. You know what I mean? They healed you up mostly, but like they kind of just healed you too fast. And like, there's like a small injury that you're still keeping. That would also help with the rivalry too. Right. If I like healed you and I just yeah. <laughs> Like, like maybe, maybe instead of, uh, not intentionally, but like, uh, like you healed me, but you also healed the joint in my ankle. Ooh, like fused. So, so it it got fused a little bit. So I have like little to no mobility in in that ankle anymore. Mm. And it's just like, it was a place of good intent, but I wrong wrong execution Mm -hmm. and maybe you don't uh you don't actually know if it was good intent or not yeah maybe you know um just opportunity taken my second question is are you the only one who got injured you opened up a portal to a rock slide like are you the only one who got injured in it you know probably not like that that one probably a few rocks got through most of it unfortunately hitting elias uh a few scattering behind him and maybe a few other students got minor injuries maybe one more kind of minor or major what if you what if little timmy thompson got hit in the head not timmy thompson because my last name is thompson but what if little timmy got hit in the head and he's just either dead i mean like there's no i mean there could be a little timmy but remember we're all adults here oh that's right but it could be a very uh, good point like maybe someone may have gotten a head injury but Again, like the, I, I say healing magics are, you know, are a thing. Mm-hmm. They are around like, so like, like injuries can be grave. I feel a lot of the injuries, accidental injuries can be healed away to a degree yeah. where it's, where if it's like an unrelated type of injury you know yeah this is like a common physical injury right like yeah you're actually being crushed by something it's not like yeah. magic is melting half of your brain yeah gotcha something like that yeah so how, how does your character feel about what happened so with with his the whole portal thing he was of course he was ecstatic with the the, the first portal going so right going being perfect being almost like breathing for him and then like the second one, he kind of got too cocky and it it backfired because he didn't know the exact place he wanted to set this portal. He didn't know he couldn't envision it correctly and it went wrong. And it it like I also think that kind of hampers him now to where it's like he could open up a portal to anywhere, but like what if he gets hurt again? What if someone else gets hurt uh, hurt again? Like, mm-hmm. what if he? A little bit of self doubt in there. Yeah, like, what? What if he? What if he wants to go see his family, but accidentally opens a uh, opens the portal in front of a car? 
Mm. What if he wants to go and uh, sit by a lake, but opens uh, opens it up in the middle of the lake instead of the shoreline? Kind of almost like your first. Or at the bottom of the lake. Yeah. It's almost like your first taste that magic has consequences or comes with consequences, possibly. Yeah. It's not that um, all awe-inspiring wonder that you had come into. Yeah. So like that's a that was a very kind of jarring thing for him where it was just his uh, first like real taste with playing with magic went so right and then so wrong. I kind of like the idea that Angelica actually did for sure decide to try and heal you, not because she cared about uh, who you were at all. She didn't really pay attention to that, Mm -hmm. but I kind of like the idea of her like being early on in a first year student early in healing magic and just wanted to practice. Yeah. And here was an opportunity to practice and for her to kind of learn what went wrong with this one. Yeah. Very nice of you. (laughs) Was there more questions? I don't remember what else there were for Uh, for that prompt. Nope. I think that, was it for my prompt? So let's move on to you. Okay. So I am flipping my card, which is the five of wands, which is a picture of, it appears to be five young men with stabs, all kind of prepared almost to like practice fight each other. It looks like. You want to send me this picture and uh, you want me to read this prompt or do you want to read it? Uh, you can read, if you can read the prompt for me, that would be great. Uh, all right. Or you might, if you could like either take a picture of the questions and send it to me too. I don't know how I'll remember. I'm not so good. You might just have to repeat the questions for me. Okay. So this one's a really good one, Jess. Oh God. Okay. So the five of wands. You were forced to partner with your rival while performing uh, divination work. You both saw a glimpse of a shared future. What might await you? How did your rival react? Did you fight fate? If you would like to draw your major. Uh, uh, Yes, I uh, just sent a picture. It is one, the magician. The magician, number one. I hope I don't say this every single time, but these cards are beautiful. Number one, skill, resourcefulness, manipulation, and will. Gosh, why? I feel like yours was so much easier than mine. Oh, yeah. Because like right off the bat, mine was just like, it's like, oh, cool. Like mine didn't really reference the you rival You also got at all. like a cool power. I don't have a I cool did. power in mine. And we're both in this one. Gosh, yep. darn it. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> and I have to think of the future. Mine's so hard. Okay. Um, this one is tough. Yeah. Hmm. Gosh, this is going to bother me. You know what? We'll make it super simple. I think maybe. And I don't know which way I want to go. We we should have the shared divination. And like in this first year, this is kind of how we both know. In this first year, we have this partnership and we have a glimpse of the future of this final battle. Mm-hmm. We know that it's going to be the two of us who are in this top spot. Mm-hmm. And this is like our first experience, fresh, like first year. And we know that we're going to be the final two kind of fighting for this top spot. And I can't decide who it's going to either who it's going to show winning or 
if it shows who wins. And I can't decide. I feel like it should show one of us winning. I think, I, I don't think it should show one of us winning. I think it should be, it should be showing us in our, like in the, our, our final, our duel. I think it, I, in the I think midst of it, the duel. I think I want to show you winning. I think I want it to show that you win the top spot. And that question of like, do you change the fate? Like, do, do you try to fight the fate? I think I'm going to spend the next four years trying to take you down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I do like this, especially because like, so the uh, magician that we have here, if you look, it has the wands, the pentacles, the swords and the pentagram on it. Oh, shit, it does. So like indicating the four years indicating the four battles that we would be going through in oh, our final God. year it it ended up being a really also maybe the flowers also, the bottom. I was going to say it has flowers on the bottom perfect i honestly i think that's the way i want to go i think that we do the divination we see our final duel and we see you winning maybe not how it happens but it's kind of like flashes and glimpses we see us like facing each other we see us starting we see um maybe like a brief glimpse of something happening. And then it sees you kind of standing as the, the winner of the final duel. And I think that's the perfect kind of spark, like first thing, first year for me to try and take you down for like the next four years to ensure that yeah. fate is changed. I think because it has the, the one question is how did your rival react? I think I reacted with kind of, he he comes out like an overjoyed, exaltation exaltation yes either elation or exaltation oh elation that's the one i was wanted you come out elated okay like he's like elated like he he's like he comes out like he's going to be he's going to win out over you but like at the end of it like he's it he found something that he's really good like he's really good at mm. like something that he seems to enjoy something that he's like he's going to want to strive for him uh, anyway so like this also where as it kind of focuses you on wanting to be the best it kind of shows elias a path to this is what you actually want to do Mm -hmm. like it gives Mm -hmm. him a focus yeah for his time here yeah it kind of energizes him that this like will work and you'll be good at this yeah i'm just angry you're just kind of annoyed that i ended up one up above you especially this kid who just crushed a bunch of people with rocks like (laughs) yeah it wasn't a great uh potentially first impression there was it you're a nobody as far as so far yeah I, th- I think that's a really that was a really good prompts yeah yeah i think it worked really well and it oh, did this, these cards actually fit really well too. super well like honestly and not just for the fact like the magician has like the the four suits it has the flowers yeah and it also has like like the magician himself kind of looks almost celestial as a celestial being 
Yeah. I also like that the five of wands, like my minor arcana card, it kind of just shows like young kids, like young, almost like peers. Kind of in like in a conflict. Yeah. 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 I think it's perfect. Perfect. Don't forget to shuffle those major arcana cards back in. I have been. Yeah. I've been pulling them out to take pictures and then putting them back in and shuffling. Gotcha. I I am also writing them down. Oh, smart. I have taken zero notes thus far. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm just writing down uh taking pictures. Yeah, I, I uh that that also helps, you know. But I've been writing down the the minor cards that we did and the the major that we got the inspiration for. Kent, I love this so far. This is such a cool game. I, this is I a really, really fun. Like I, I saw it, I instantly thought it's like, oh, me and Jess get to be rivals in a game. Yeah. I know um, we've only done one thing, but I'm like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> this is this is it's it's I, I really hope this goes well. I'm already like actually angry and want to destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> the rivalness oh is at work. <laughs> okay. All right. So All right. let's get on to my second prompt. Ooh, does it matter if it's upside down or not? I know in terror. No, no, no. Okay. Th- this I'm is just straight up. It. Yeah. Ooh. Ah, so pretty. Uh, it's the Queen of Wands. Ooh. I got the Ace and the Queen. Whatever. Shut up. Ah, oh, damn! I don't like this. This is a big. This is a long prompt too. Oh, okay. This is such a regal looking card. It looks so cool. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. You were bruised and injured in a training duel gone wrong, and you struggled to find your magic for several weeks. A professor took pity on you and tried to help you through the, your training without the magic. How did you cope with this loss? What mental block? did you have to overcome to get your magic back who hurt you and was it an accident which professor helped you and did you appreciate their help Ooh, so th- this like, brings look up at you with physical injuries wow. yeah 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 look at this uh so this actually brings up a very good little uh prompt here there is a faculty and staff generator in Ooh. the back of the book that we're going to use to see who this professor is so we're going to be doing did you already pull my uh take a picture of my major i did it is 11 justice 11 justice so let me write this down gosh these regal looking women you said that was 11 i believe so yes x1 x1 yes look how good am i roman numeral numbers So, with the faculty and staff generator, we will be pulling two cards out of the major arcana deck. Oh, do I shuffle this back in or should I? Yes, shuffle it back in after you're done uh, sending me pictures, please and thank you. Okay. I'm trying to get rid of this glare. Oh, so there are actually, there are four, uh, four tables actually here for the faculty and staff. There is a profession table, a faults table, a personality table, and a quirk table. Ooh, so should I pull four cards? Uh, yeah, let's let's kind of flesh out this professor. Okay, and uh, shout out again to Matt Hughes. That is the creator of the tarot of the Ethereal Visions t- Illuminated Tarot deck that we are using. Freaking beautiful, and has been so great for inspiring the stories thus far. Okay, so. First card I am pulling is, ooh, 
the tower card, which uh, is yeah, just need the uh, just need the numbers. Okay. For these ones, don't need a uh, okay. no inspiration for these. So XV one, which I think is XV1. sixteen. Sixteen. So we're gonna. This doesn't have a name generator for the. Should I put it professors. back in and shuffle again for each one, or am I pulling four straight? Uh, you know, pull four straight. Okay. We we could do because it's at the table. It yeah. Time. Yeah. Let's let's shuffle it back in. If shuffle it back in. Okay. Yeah. I know it takes me a bit to shuffle, but if it's a table, that we should shuffle. So it was sixteen X V one. They were a professor of astronomy. Okay. Ooh. Uh, the next number I got is XX2, which I think is 22. I actually don't know what XX1 XXII? Yeah, XXII. That is 22. Okay. Eight. Wait, XX... Well, I. Can, can I see that one again? Oh, no. XXII? Yeah, because I don't have an XXII on here. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It goes up to 21, and then it's the fool. Uh, it's the well. That it's does that. say 22. Yeah. Uh, let me see how many major arcana there are. So I have, yeah, 24 major arcana with two new cards. Oh, well, that, that would be. Because uh, I guess without the 24, it would be 22. Right? It would be 22. And then because uh, the the. It goes up to twenty one on the book in the book, and then the fool is the twenty second. Gotcha. Let me see which one the fool is. So the fool should be named the fool. Yeah. I just want to see. So the fool. Oh, has no number on it. Okay. Yeah, that, that one has no number. Okay. Should that have means, no number. Should there be another one that doesn't have a number on it? So, uh, uh, my death. Oh no, death has a number. Take take the uh, take the the well, yep, and we'll put that one aside. Okay, and draw a new one. Yes, every, like I said earlier, every deck is different, and some decks have more cards than others, or less cards than others, or some of their cards all have different names. So, uh, in the Twisted Blessing book here, it generally goes by the number on the card and the suit. Gotcha. So good to know. You'll kind of have to work off of a 22 plus the fool card deck. Yep. And and same thing, like um not not every tarot deck has the same suits, you know? So like maybe you don't have a deck that has wands. Instead, maybe it's uh staffs. Mm-hmm. Could true. be could be the same thing. Okay, so the first one. Was 16. 16. Uh, Professor of Astronomy. Uh, second one is 14. 14. Ah. Drinks on the job. Is the oh, flaw. No. <laughs> Maybe it was his fault. <laughs> um, the next card is 20. Professor of, what is it? Astronomy? Astronomy. Who drinks on the job. Astronomy is... Yeah, like stars and planets and shit. Yeah. Uh, Like astronomy, astrology, totally different. 
20 is XX, correct? Yes, XX 20. Stoic and resolute is their personality. Interesting. Okay. And the last card that I got was the fool. The fool. Their quirk, they are always humming a sad tune. Oh, this professor is so sad. He's stoic, he drinks, and he's just humming a sad song. Mm Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah. Especially if he's the one that injures you. I like him more. I actually don't even know if it's a boy or girl. I mean, I I do think that uh, I I was also kind of in the mind of like with that the professor was a man. And let us get us a name for this professor. I just imagine him like lying in a field, looking at the stars, drinking his life away. Tell me a sad song. It's so sad. Perfect name. Perfect. Uh-huh. Professor Astrio. Okay. Monty. <laughs> so sad. Okay. Professor Astrio Monty. <laughs> so back to my damned prompt but with my prompt i was bruised and injured in a training duel gone wrong you were struggling to find your magic for several weeks a professor which we had created professor astrio monti took pity on you and tried helping you through your training without magic how did the cope uh, how did you cope with this loss what mental block did you have to overcome to get your magic back? Who hurt you, and was it an accident? Which professor helped you, and did you appreciate their help? So as we have created the professor, we know what professor help, uh, helped me. It, uh, and starting with that last one, like I do believe, uh, believe I appreciated his help being... Being that he had helped me through a very tough time and maybe he had gone through the same thing, you know, maybe that's why he kind of took it upon himself to, it's like he had a very similar experience and how back in his past where he got injured in kind of the same way and took it up to be a helping hand through this to help get uh, me back in touch with magic mm-hmm. so this training accident uh duel this dueling accident that had happened like maybe now i, I don't want to throw you uh me and you together with this so i w- i was not my uh dueling the rival i was not dueling angelica okay i was dueling someone else that maybe this was a complete accident maybe they kind of overwhelmed themselves uh with magic and kind of something something happened and it was just kind of like a backfire a misfire a a something and it ended up being that we we both got hurt from this me as their training partner but like them as a uh the person who the the magic backfired on the most maybe they ended up 
not only losing their magic for a little bit as well, but maybe even physical parts of themselves. Mm. Like maybe they had, uh, they ended up losing a hand mm-hmm. in this, uh, in this ex- magical explosion that kind of literally rocked our two worlds. Mm-hmm. And for, for me, who was everything that he has done so far has been fun. It has been, maybe uh, like a little scary at times but like he's been enjoying it he's been really excited and in wonder that he has something that he can do so well that he loves doing so well look and i'm the hero in this story (laughs) all of your stories hurt people and you're having a grand old time i am the hero who is stopping the villain from hurting other people (laughs) If that's how the rival wants to see it, that's the way the rival can see it. Continue, though. Yeah. But, so, Elias isn't coping with his now lack of magic, his mundane life, uh, back to his mundane life in this magical world. He's not coping with it well. He he does sink into uh, a depression. Maybe he ha- he didn't leave the dorms for a couple of, uh, couple of days. Maybe like a full week went by and he never showed up for any classes. And maybe this is when the uh, professor Monty comes in to offer a hand to kind of teach him a way to kind of overcome this. And I almost like the idea, maybe you want to take it or not, of maybe the professor having lost magic completely and him just like, being depressed and drinking and sad and he like kind of sees this in you and doesn't want to see that happen to you too he kind of sees like a little bit of that in you but you're like young and he doesn't want this to happen to you he doesn't want that like loss of awe and inspiration that he had in his life gone to i i i do like that actually I, that's very good so i i do think he that uh professor monty does come to to help me and he works with me and uh just he keeps me out of the, uh, out of the dorms for a while and he starts showing me uh like maybe we do go out and we start uh we spend the night under the stars he shows me the uh the the stars and the planets from this area and it reminds me very much of that time that i used to go camping with my parents my family and so over the over the course of the few weeks that he doesn't have magic he does eventually overcome this this block and it it was a block it was it's like that subconscious block of i i don't want to get hurt again like i i don't want this i don't want this to end but i don't want to get hurt again or hurt other people, yeah. Or hurt or hurt other people because like he's had a couple of experiences now that it's been he he's a hazard to himself and others around him, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So he he kind of and you know I just realized I didn't even look at my my uh, cards for either of this, and I th- actually think they still kind of works. Ah, uh, you got the justice card. Yeah. For your arcana. Hey, let me just 
take a look at the what was that number xi 11 yep oh, yeah. yep you want to know the uh yep. the brief meanings in the back yes i love it avoidance consequences repercussions makes sense perfect but after a few weeks maybe maybe uh, a little over a month he uh, elias didn't have any magic and professor monty there he kind of got me to come out of the dorm got me to go classes even though he didn't i didn't have any magic for those long long weeks it seemed to him he still took the classes and though he could not practice he did learn and i think he he did eventually be able to overcome that yeah one of that the mental uh block yeah. that he had i'm gonna say one of the questions was like what specific mental block did you have to overcome i uh, just said what mental block did you have to overcome gotcha. so not so like it, it it was that uh that mental block of that doubt that doubt like he doesn't want to get hurt again he doesn't want to hurt others mm-hmm. again accidentally he doesn't want but he st- he doesn't want to give this up mm-hmm. so he had to kind of come to terms with the fact that like oh he may injuries may come about this but with all of the good that this could do there's always going to be some harm and that this is unfortunately a lesson he has learned very very early in his schooling of magic i feel like you need something there though to kind of like show that for your character that like maybe like you were saying that all the good that can come from it maybe i don't know if the professor or i feel like you need something that you see either in the school or in the professor or something that like you can see maybe what magic can do, you know, and the risks and how to kind of overcome the risks mm. that the risks are worth taking. I think, I, I think going with uh, what you had offered up with professor Monty, that he had lost his magic completely, but he's still here. Mm-hmm. He's still, he's still here. He's still teaching. He's still as, as much as it makes him sad. It, it's the life that he wants to live, the one that he wants. Whereas he he can't, for whatever happened to him, uh, his magic is gone permanently. But he's still like involved and in influencing the magic somehow. Yes. Mm, gotcha. So I, I I think that where like because Elias is more of a mental block, like he still he can still feel the magic, but he doesn't want to touch it. Mm-hmm. That the professor kind of helps him just like don't waste this either. don't yeah. don't waste it like i mine may be gone but i'm still here i'm still teaching what i love even though i can't touch it myself yeah all right my card your card okay the nine of wands oh uh, this i actually think i did read this one before I got a whole bunch of dudes holding on to stuff. Nope, nope. I did not read this one before. I'm just ready to fight, apparently. Wands. And what was your major? The sun, which is uh, 19 X1X. 
XIX19. So this prompts will definitely burn Angelica's biscuits. Okay. <laughs> you and a partner give a presentation on the alchemical properties of marble. But afterwards, your partner told everyone that you didn't contribute to the project. The other students in class shunned you and refused to hear your side of the story. To prove your knowledge of the subject, the instructor required you to give a second presentation. Your solo presentation went over well, but the other students still seemed disinterested in working with you. What did you present over? Who was your original partner, and why do you think they lied? Let me look up your major briefing quickly. Ah, so perfect. Like, I don't know why these are so perfect. Okay. Truth, revelations, wealth, fertility, ego. Um, do you know what material the sunstone is made of? The one like that the, uh, the Viking sunstones? Yeah, the the Vikings used as uh, I used to know it, but I can Yeah, if you can look that up for me. So for I, I have the sun card as my major arcana inspiration. And I think I want to use that stone or maybe something fire related. Like obsidian or it is just called sunstone. Really? There's no like. There's probably like a like a chemical chemical name for it. For it. Yeah, it's just no basically luck. yeah, just called. It's called sunstone. Okay, no, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, so I think that uh, using the sun as inspiration, uh, she's probably going to do her own kind of solo presentation on the uh, sunstone. And kind of alchemy and whatever that entails. Mm -hmm. um, I think she's pretty annoyed and pretty, she's both like, she kind of acts indifferent, but she's pretty annoyed. But I would say for the most part, she's here for a very specific reason. And she's very determined on kind of learning and um, kind of testing the boundaries of magic and testing the boundaries of what she can learn here and she's pretty indifferent to everyone else in the school um outside of that um she's done kind of some questionable things so i would say for the most part most of her classmates don't really care for her or like her maybe they think that she doesn't like them she pretty much kind of keeps to herself and is pretty cold most of the time so she is annoyed that her partner for sure lied about the assignment because she works really really hard She's probably indifferent by the fact that people have shunned her or they don't really like her because they don't, they never really did anyways, but she is annoyed that at like having doubt in her ability to do the assignment and to do it well. Yeah. Her partner so, was also maybe pretty lazy. <laughs> so there is a student generator. Ooh. Okay, let's, yeah, let's take this time. Yes, and... let's do a student generator because I actually also don't want this to be the rival. Yeah. I, want this to be another student so we were we're gonna take the time to roll up a student we're not going to go through the entire process on stream again and we're going to be right back all right so we're back to after creating this student drew taylor drew taylor do you want to yeah go ahead. yeah let's go a quick 
uh, Drew Taylor. He is a first year in the House of the Panthers who is very boastful and brave and puts up a big front, but uh, who has a little secret of he has cheated his way through this entire academy so far and proves to be quite right with the fact that he is saying that he's the one that did all the work in the project that Angelic and him worked on. Yeah. And the teachers just like love him. The teachers and the student body just love him. Uh, so that's perfect. That's a perfect reason. Like she probably sees right through him or especially with this mm-hmm. last presentation, like um, she did probably the majority of the work or all of the work and he is just a cheat and he turned everyone against her. Was there anything else in my prompt? I forgot. What- Your solar presentation went over well, but the other students did not us uh, that still seem disinterested in working with you. What did you present over? Who was your original partner? And why do you think they lied? Yes, exactly. Perfect. So, so we kind of answered the sunstone. Uh, Drew Taylor was my partner who has cheated all through school. And that is why he lied. He cheated yet again. And I am super annoyed. But now the student body has been turned against me for the most part. Do you think that you've managed to convince some of them to see that you aren't just a a, a, f- a thought of a student who's just relying on the works of others i'm not sure i'm gonna say i'm gonna say no for now um i would hope that the teachers could see that she does work hard but she's determined to be the best anyways and yeah, uh, she, she doesn't particularly care what the students think yeah, fuck everyone else. <laughs> Who gives a shit? She's going to be the best. As long as the teachers don't start doubting her work, that's kind of the most annoying part of it all. Elias has probably heard the rumors. He may have not been in that class that particular, but he's heard the rumors of Angelica being a cheat and uh, just lazy, not doing any work, contributing in any work. And as someone who is, has partnered up with angelica already elias knows that's not true she will put in equal and or more work than what is required yeah and she's like one of those like hard-headed very like take charge like you know does unnecessary extra work and outlines everything out you know all right oh elias is surprised Let's get to does the third he keep problem. that to himself or does he share that with other people? I think he wouldn't go out of his way to uh try to clear her name. Just surprised. But if someone kind of brings it up and starts to gossip, he's just like, That's not her. Like I I worked with her, like she You're like that's weird. I didn't do all the work. Like she put in just as much or more effort into what we did. Look at your character being nice. All right. The final card of our first year. Well, for me. Two cards, yes. The three of wands. Three of wands. God damn it. I'm not having a good year, Jess. (laughs) Are you physically injured again? I didn't quite read this entire thing, but. Okay. The first two words were a terrifying exam. So, oh boy, (laughs) 
A terrifying exam had you spending last uh, late nights alone in the library. What were you studying? Which ghosts haunted your study sessions? What lost mysteries did you did they carry? Were you afraid? Ooh. Late night library study sessions with ghosts. And your arcana card is the judgment card, which is 20. Which is hilarious because the card is covered with ghosts. <laughs> what was it? Judgment? Yes. God, it's freaky sometimes how. All, all of our arcana cards have been how terrible. right on the money for each yeah. one. Like, it, like maybe we didn't quite go like get inspiration off like like with my second one like i didn't quite look at it but after i kind of went back and was like oh let me check the meanings of these cards it was just like wow that was like right in lines with what i was yep. doing anyway yep so judgment 20 renewal awakening responsibility and criticism Oh, yeah, look at them ghosts. Yeah, there's a body there, too, that a spirit is coming out of. Oh, yeah, look at that. And hey, look, more flowers. Wow, there are more flowers. There are kind of angel wings at the top, too, to be fair. Yeah. So the Three of Wands. Terrifying exam had you spending late nights alone in the library. What were you studying? So obviously, I was not excited about this exam that i felt the need to cram and cram hard and cram like late into the night i feel like it should be one of your two things where you've already injured someone maybe that's why you're nervous about it well one one would be yeah one would be uh portals the first kind of thing that i seem to take heat uh take uh really good strides to Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's something that I had really hadn't had quite uh, an experience with yet, or too too much of an experience with yet. Like maybe mm. I was so. Maybe also, um, if you want to go that route, like while you were without magic and kind of studying, maybe everyone else got to practice something. And you oh never, yeah, you never got to actually try it. Yeah, that's true too. You know. Yeah, I I, I do like that. Maybe it's something that like I kind of missed in my weeks of being magicless mm-hmm. oh there's skulls in the flowers yep is that what you're gonna say yep oh that's so cool um how cool would, would it be if you had to like someone's summon like a spirit who had died in your life in my life or just in general or just in general maybe leaning into horror here maybe you have to like kill a rabbit and bring it back over and over again and it keeps going wrong (laughs) it's funny well i I wouldn't i wouldn't be in the library doing that yeah that's fair so well let's say that yes it was a subject that i had unfortunately missed Hmm. and I studied it, but I would never, I was never able to practice it really. So um, in the library, I'm practicing, you know what? Yeah, my, um, my summons, like it was the summoning class okay. that 
I'm having an exam for, and I unfortunately I missed the actual practical on it. So I couldn't do that. So I'm in the library. I'm studying. I have all sorts of books. I'm uh, just trying to to study all sorts of summoning things. We're trying to remember what we talked about in class because I, I also wasn't quite paying attention because I was just like, I I can't I can't practice this. Like I, so I I was just in that slump of why of why bother type mm. type of slump you know mm. so he's elias is in the library he's practicing his summons and while he is practicing his summons like he's able to do a couple of uh of like simple little summons maybe he summons some simple like butterflies or whatever Something that wouldn't get too far away from him if, if need be. Okay. Because I am in a library, you know? Yep. And maybe... Something went horribly wrong. Maybe it's not something... He, he, he tried summoning something bigger. And the th- thing that happened he happened to summon was he summoned a ghost. Oh, that's a lot bigger. It's a lot bigger and not something he was quite expecting to summon. Now this ghost happened to be a former student who had died in the library. And I don't think they got into specifics with Elias of how they died. They managed to get into, have a, have a conversation. This student, the student was murdered in the library. They're not quite sure who they don't really want to uh, really want to know. Maybe they they're not even sure that they want to pass on. And they kind of stumbled upon Elias with his uh, doing some summons in the library and happened to be in the right place at the right time to be brought more into the material plane. So this, this student, let's say they were a second year at the, uh, during their time, they have been gone for a few centuries. Now they're an old ghost. The, Stuff that uh, we've learned may have been different, but the core has always been the same. So we kind of got to we we I connected with the ghost on this, our fascination for this magical world and how the dangers of this world as well. It's I have learned with my numerous injuries and unfortunate loss of magic for uh, for a time and this former student who was killed on these very grounds in this very library and maybe the ghost ended up pointing some out because he's been here for quite a long time so he knows where a few 
special books are hidden. You know? So he... Maybe he helps out Elias at first. And one of the last question of my prompt was, uh, were you afraid? I think he was when... At first, with the the uh, the summoning of the the butterflies and the small creatures, maybe he summoned a, maybe a small mouse. Maybe that got away with from him. It's lost in library now, mm-hmm. and that maybe that was his first first attempt. And then he decided, you know what, something that won't eat the books. And then he tried going for something bigger. Maybe he was trying to go for a bird, but he did get something that uh, that flies. <laughs> But he was not expecting a ghost, much less a ghost of a murdered student. Mm -hmm. So, of course, he was afraid. But he's kind of opened himself up to all possibilities at this school. And I think the big thing was of what he was afraid of is, is this ghost going to hurt me? And did I do something again? That's going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. But as it turns out, it did not hurt him. It helped him. He was able to find some very helpful books and maybe just made a new ghostly companion. I think that's a it's a good kind of good wrap to hit to his year first year yeah yeah overcame some self-doubt found something mm-hmm. really cool at the end mm-hmm. magic still can be awe-inspiring and stuff i love how much depth your side of the story <laughs> for your character like my character has very little depth thus far with my first two cards <laughs> so so quick question for you mm. Did Angelica stumble upon Elias while he was studying in the library? Because he was studying for more than uh, more than a few days. Hmm. She probably did. She probably kept an eye to see like what he was doing. What he was studying, kind of to yeah. uh, maybe to also do that thing. She she grabbed a couple of books that she knew might help that would hinder his him learning a little bit because angelica's trying to get a one up on him yeah yeah she has like no other option like she has to be the best so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that i like that a lot she probably has come in kind of taken a look and just you know happened to check out a few books herself Mm -hmm. maybe misplaced them or rearranged some (laughs) stuff at the library put them on the wrong shelf Mm-hmm. checked them at herself i like that a lot yeah yes okay but uh she probably didn't stay too long she probably wasn't there for your ghostly summon but she mm-hmm. was probably there early on while you were practicing probably like just like oh it's like this oh it's him yeah. what's he oh summoning all right i know where that uh where that section is i know where there's some helpful books that i'm going to take away mm-hmm I like that. Yeah, me too. Me too. All maybe, right. Maybe uh, put some more misleading books more prominently. <laughs> in This is how I summoned a ghost. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in some more convenient locations. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get on to Angelica's final card. All right. It is the two of wands. Mm-hmm. All right. And I got five, the Hierophant. 
So, two of wands. Elemental magic is beyond most first-year students, but you tamed fire as though you've danced in flames your whole life. Your eyes turned gold and now forever glow orange, seemingly never dimming. A reclusive professor marked your success with snide comments, insinuating you didn't deserve your abilities. Who was this professor, and what subject did they teach? What did you do to display your new abilities? So let's take a little break to create another professor. Yes. And we will be right back. So, Seamus Boyd. <laughs> nice. Seamus Boyd. Professor Seamus Boyd. Professor Boyd. Professor Boyd, the professor of arcane beast? Ar- arcane beast tamer. Okay. Who tends to break things. Who is tricky and playful. And they're... They tend to be unpredictable. No one knows what they're going to do. God, I already hate him. So, I think with this professor, maybe the element, because maybe you were in, maybe in this class, like Mm -hmm. you were learning about arcane beasts. Maybe the arcane beasts you were, you happen to be learning about was the phoenix, a bird of fire. Okay. Not knowing that you had quite a grasp on fire as it was maybe the once you come into contact with the phoenix you kind of have that unlit match kind of spark you know it flies around and it lands on you and all of a sudden you just have this you have this like understanding that like you know you actually know fire very very well Mm mm-hmm and it just kind of erupts out from you. Mm-hmm. And maybe this teacher who who has been known to break things and whatnot, maybe he sees this, at, or maybe he's known to, among the students, even the first years of a lot of the beasts he tames are end up uh, being broken. So it's not just thing, it's it's the animals he breaks. He doesn't just break them in, but sometimes they become completely broken. But he sees this with the phoenix landing on you and you sparking with this energy. Maybe it is, he's come to the understanding that it's like, oh, this isn't your power. This is the Phoenix's power, and it's just you're it's you're more of like a conduit. Mm. It's not yours. Mm. With the uh, questions for this, so we have the professor professor and what subject they teach. What did you do to display your new abilities to show that this power is truly yours? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like the idea maybe of um ooh, ooh, uh let me look up your oh uh, yes ooh, what was the number for the year event i didn't write one. that down it's five five 
tradition challenges alliance captivity. Okay. I like it. I like, um, I like your description of kind of the professor and like her seeing a lot of these animals maybe getting hurt. But I also like the idea, like you were saying in class one day, maybe the, as an example, um, the Phoenix kind of erupts into a flame on, you know, on the opportune time of its life cycle. And so she kind of like sees this fire happen and the bird is kind of reborn, flies around, you know, eventually. And she feels like a, a an attunement and a kinship with it and her eyes kind of alight, right? And uh, he like continues to maybe make these comments, like these snide remarks or whatever. Um, but she... I feel like maybe um, takes some time, maybe like a couple of days or a week or however long it takes to kind of understand it and master it herself, you know, and kind of conquers it her first year. And yeah, maybe just one day while he is making another like snarky comment, I kind of like the idea of her just like her eyes kind of alighting and her like melting a bunch of the cages open and like the animals just running free kind of chaos ensuing kind of chaos kind of the the phoenix is no longer present so she you have no access to this power anymore oh i like that yeah yeah like maybe after this uh event like the the phoenix kind of went into its uh cycle it's in a it's in a lull right now so it's not present or whatever mm-hmm. or maybe it's just another thing that was broken by this professor yeah during this power where like the the phoenix is no longer clearly around that the professor makes a comment of like oh yeah without the phoenix on your shoulder maybe uh now you don't have that quite as strong of a glow and something about you stealing the power of the phoenix to make it yours Mm mm-hmm I'm also kind of thinking about this as you're talking. Um, I also kind of like the idea, since you were describing kind of these these animals being broken over and over again, I kind of like the idea of this one particular animal that he keeps who is still alive and he's either sick or very, very injured. And he like continues to either re-injure it or just keeps it around. And like, she can tell that it's like suffering and it kind of just reminds her of her friend, right. Who Mm -hmm. is just trying to bear with this sickness and just trying to get better. And it's, it's really just like the last straw that this like professor pulls on her. And she, I also, cause like the two cards, they, they picture a man with like a very long beard. So I kind of perfect. Imagine this professor with like this really long beard. I also kind of want to light his beard on fire. (laughs) So I, but I, I think melting the cages is a better move. Yeah, I, I will say like the the your two of wands there it shows uh, a man like standing off the edge, kind of like looking down, like they're looking down upon someone. That like yeah. this professor is looking down on you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's like you're a first year, like you're a nobody right now. Like you couldn't mm-hmm. possibly have done this. This is just a magical happenstance that you were fortunate enough to break into mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm gonna do she's just gonna stand one day last straw like melt the cages open of these animals and just let them run free nice she's gonna keep this hurt bunny for herself I'm gonna make <laughs> a bunny. you're uh taking up on our 
we are allowed one ha- uh, one. Uh, oh my pet. gosh, that's right. Yes, she's taking it. She's stealing it. Well, she's stealing it. So <laughs> maybe she'll disguise it. I mean, after this, who, uh, who says the professor is going to want to? Well, that's true too. He he does seem kind of the way that we're playing him out now. He does seem kind of like a sadistic person who would go out of his way to even though he he we did say he uh he is tricky and playful maybe he he's like that in a vengeful kind of way mm-hmm. yeah and i like it i am going to keep this bunny as my future familiar i love it <laughs> all right all right and that is year one. That Roger is the Academy. end of our first year. That is our reminiscings of quite a quite a first year for both of us. Me with the countless injuries and you constantly being doubted upon. I feel like this, yeah, I feel like this school is just going to hate me. Like the teachers and the the students are just going to hate me. And yeah, you're right. Like you have self-doubt and it's everyone else doubting me. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. The juxtaposition. This is an interesting, interesting way. Little thing. Yeah. You're right. Because like first fate doubts me. Then it's like the student body is doubting me. And now like the teachers are doubting me. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I love it. Yeah. I really like this game. This is coming out really, really well so far. This is really, really well. So we are in the uh going up into our second year reminiscing. And there's a little thing in between years. You had a uh you had a break between your first and second year. How did you spend your downtime? Did you miss having access to magic or did you remain at Brackroot Academy? So this kind of uh, says, uh, goes like, did we want to return to our normal day life? Oh, I love this. I kind of can see how this is going. You Mm -hmm. you want to go first? I think for Elias, he doesn't want to return, especially with his, like the, the month the weeks that he spent without magic, not being able to practice or use magic. He, he wants to be more seeped into it. So he's going to stay at Brackroot between his first and second year. He's not going to take his, he's not going to go back and see friends and family. Maybe he'll send letters. Maybe he has access to the internet. Maybe he'll, send correspondence of some sort but i think he's going to spend his downtime between his first and second year with some uh the friends that he's made at the academy so far uh that decided to stay that didn't decide to cope go back to their families as well maybe he's going to explore the grounds a little bit more than uh than he did maybe he'll Maybe he'll go out and spend some time with Professor Monty as well. Oh, nice. That is that is kind of exactly what I was imagining for your character. It's funny because for my character, she's for sure leaving, right? Like mm-hmm. this, the first chance she gets, she is for sure leaving. She's going home. She's going to check on her friend. 
Um, she'll probably spend that time in between just kind of with her friend. I also think she's going to immediately break the rules. I think she's going to like be practicing magic and show her friend when they are alone. Some of it. Hmm. Yeah. Immediately break the rules. No, I can't remember. Did you, I can't remember if we just, uh, said in our last, uh, stream, what's up with your friend? Um, I just said that she was sick with some sort of um, unique, I think, cancer that is kind of just slowly, um, slowly getting at her. Okay, just a little jog of the memory for everyone, including myself. Like I said, I don't couldn't quite remember if we yeah, discussed I never that. Gave her a name. I'm leaning towards Mandy, but I feel like it shouldn't be Mandy. Maybe. I'm leaning towards Mandy. We can always take that time. Just flush her out a little bit more later. Yeah. 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 She is going to go home, uh, check on her friend, spend, you know, the kind of days at the hospital with her. Um, And yeah, she's going to show her some cool things that she's learned. And she's going to continue to practice magic away by herself. But while she's away yeah she is immediately leaving school and will return when the new school year starts (laughs) all right and now there is one little more thing before we end and that's just one little sentence as we start to reminisce about our second year at Brackroot Academy we remember that things took a darker turn as we entered our second year and we'll see what those things were in our next stream of tangled blessings